Extraordinary stories from ordinary humans? Yes, please. This is Live from Suckville, and I'm your host, Silva Florence, a writer, editor, and bike tour leader currently laid up in Suckville with a broken hip. Today, I want to talk about gratitude. I'm grateful that for a month, I could barely walk because it forced me to finally learn how to rest. I'm grateful that during that time, I also had COVID, because not being able to walk made me pretty chill about COVID. I'm grateful for that month in which I was too afraid and weak to figure out how to get up and down the three flights of stairs to the apartment, because when I finally did, I felt like an Olympic gold medalist. I'm grateful that I couldn't go outside or go hiking and that I still can't ride my bike or do the things that make me me because I realized I'm still myself even without them. I'm grateful that I couldn't go to the store, the pharmacy, get to the doctor, pick up a pizza without asking for help because I got to experience deep selfless love and support from family, friends, and my special man friend. I had so much help in fact that it was almost a disappointment when I could start doing crap on my own again. I'm grateful that at first I couldn't even shower and then I couldn't shower standing up or make the bed or water my plants in hard to reach places or sit in a bench in a nearby park because I didn't realize until then just how much I relish all of those little things. I'm also grateful to my cracked, ruined, dented helmet, not only for saving my life, but for showing me that All those things that I want to do, or say, or try, I might as well do, or say, or try. I'm grateful that I crashed my bike on a slippery downhill curve on January 5th, 2022, and broke my left hip. And I'm grateful that afterwards I felt sad, helpless, angry, and depressed. I know this sounds plainly miserable here, but bear with me because that darkness allowed me to fully embrace the moment in which I was able to rediscover what those who know me call the silver lining. And before I found it, I am grateful that in my desperation, I decided to start this damn podcast. I'm even grateful to the death cold I got a week ago, thanks to which I couldn't speak until today, because it helped me understand what I really wanted to say. And that is, welcome one and all, to Suckville, a place where hope, healing, and happy endings, not the kind found in certain massage parlors, are available to everyone. How, you might be asking, can we find all of this cool stuff in a world that seems to be going down the pooper? I ask people to give me advice on what they do to get through difficult times, and the answer lies in what almost all of them have in common. Starting it off is Eva. An Italian, a Tuscan, living in another region of Italy called Romagna. Above all, usually when I'm quite sad or going through difficult times or just feeling particularly alone or just demotivated, I usually um, think of new projects involving um, other towns or cities or places, wherever and giving me the opportunity to meet new people. 
I mean, apart from this COVID situation. But usually this is what I do because the idea of doing something new and challenging and meeting new people usually gives me a new energy and brings back some um, life <laughs> uh, in me. Thanks, Eva. Now we're going to hear from Enrico, who's a Venetian living in Trento. I think it was 2015 and I was going through a very miserable period of my life. I felt very weak emotionally. I wanted to change my life somehow and I was going through a sort of a breakup. So I read a sentence um, by a guy I know and it, it was something like, it's okay to suffer, but it cannot. You cannot suffer forever. After that, I th I started to think about that sentence, and I'm very grateful because I'm not a friend of that guy. And a simple sentence helped me a lot. Thanks, Enrico. Now let's hear from Pamela about what she does in difficult times. She's in Seattle, Washington. Throughout my life, if something has been difficult, I have always chosen to spend time outside, whether that be walking, running, hiking, biking, or anything, gardening. That is always a solution for me. Um, it grounds me and it helps me make my way to a solution. Thank you, Pamela. Now, everybody, go outside. But first, please listen to Vanessa. She's an American living in Spain. I think when I'm having a really, really hard time, like my first thing is to reach out to people. Like I remember distinctly, like when I was having a rough time earlier last year, like I reached out to my friends. I told everyone my situation, what was going on, how distressed I was, because it was something really like embarrassing to share. And it was really hard knowing that others were there for me was really helpful in helping me alleviate some of the stress and then a couple years ago when i was like back in italy i even started a little blog and it's like and i wrote like poems and kind of just creatively released that energy in order to like help myself like de-stress and share my thoughts in a kind of a poetic way in a way that was true to me and that other people could uh, see and understand in their own way. Thanks, Vanessa, for sharing your creative solutions to difficult situations with us. Now let's hear from Tanya, a Canadian who's currently living in the Italian city of Cesena. I would say that one of the most difficult situations was moving to Italy. Coming from a family who was born in Italy, I thought the transition would be much easier. But in fact, it was actually quite difficult. I didn't know the language. I didn't have um, family or friends here. One trick that I used to help me get through that, and it might be silly, but it was to send um, voice notes to my best friends at home just to let them know what I'm going through and to let them know what I'm feeling and just to have somebody in my corner that wasn't physically in the same country I was in, but, you know, to have someone listen to me, just getting that constant support and hearing their voice, you know, in the background every day or every other few days really helped me um, get through that really difficult time. 
Thanks a lot for sharing, Tanya. Now let's hear from Sylvia in Colorado. I was listening to a podcast, um, and the interviewer was interviewing a woman named Dr. Lauren Santos, who is a psychology professor at Yale, about um, how to stay happy in hard times. And she brought up this method to focus on at least three delights in a day. Um, The smell of coffee in the morning or the way that the light hits aspen trees when you're walking through them in the fall. And so I've tried doing that lately. And most recently, one of my delights was when I was at my son's wrestling meet. And there was a girl who was maybe 10 or 11, and she was wearing plastic-rimmed glasses and had a half ponytail. She was pretty nerdy. But she knew every single word to Guns N' Roses, sweet child of mine. And what a freaking delight that was. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Sylvia, for that truly delightful piece of advice. Last, let's hear from Jessica, an American living in Italy. So my advice is to say you are not a burden. This is something that I am working on not feeling like a burden when I'm going through a tough time. But my only guidelines are use your words. This I will explain. I grew up in a pull yourself up by your bootstraps family where needing help or asking for help was weakness. It was considered weakness. So I feel that people who grew up in that kind of environment often suffer in silence. I feel that We also tend to not know how to ask for help. Maybe we feel guilty doing so. So, for example, a lot of us will put our problem out there, you know, say it out loud in a group or with a friend, slip it into a conversation without specifically asking, hey, can you help me with this thing? Hey, I need a favor. That's my advice is... Ask for help when you need it. When times are tough, no reason to make them tougher by suffering in silence or trying to glorify doing it all alone, all by yourself. You don't have to. You have a community. So earlier in the podcast, you might remember that I asked how we can find all this cool stuff, hope, healing, and the right kind of happy endings in a world that seems like it's going down the pooper. So again, I said the answer has to do with what almost all this advice has in common. So let's listen one more time to what Jessica said at the end. No reason to make them tougher by suffering in silence or trying to glorify doing it all alone, all by yourself. You don't have to. You have a community. That's right, smarty pants. You've got it. The answer to how we can find hope and healing and happiness in Down the Pooper Times is you and me. It's all my friends and family and the kind-hearted strangers who stopped for me on the side of the road after I crashed and gave me a ride to the emergency room. It's the doctors and nurses who took care of me there and continue to take care of me even today. It's even actors in the series that kept me sane And the authors of my favorite books, like Tom Robbins, who says, Difficulties illuminate existence, but they must be fresh and of high quality. And because this is a group effort, and I would like to continue to grow this community called Suckville, 
There will be a new, let's call it, mini campaign for Mayor of Suckville each week on Instagram and Facebook. Stay tuned because the mayor will be featured on the podcast where they will be able to shout someone out or share some advice. And I really can't wait to hear what you all come up with. Now, I'd like to end this podcast how I started it. And so if you can hear the sound of my voice, I'm grateful that you're here. I'm also grateful for the people that have already come forward and those that I hope will continue to come forward in the coming days, weeks, and months to tell me and us your tales of fresh and high-quality difficulty. Please do send me your stories or comments for a future show at livefromsuckville at gmail.com. Live from Suckville is also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Special thanks to Chris Kirby for the awesome theme music. This episode was recorded in my kitchen and produced by yours truly. Until next time, 